Welcome back, guys. This is episode 18. No, fuck. No, what am I saying? Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome back. This is episode 17 of the podcast. Um, it's been a pretty heavy week because, you know, it's been our last, the last week of our term. So Yusuf, and unfortunately, will not be joining us. But we have the return of our favorite guest out here. Nah, Seth's going to be mad at that one. But we have our favorite guest, Sadim. Sadim, how are you doing, man? All good, all good. Oh, yeah, this one's going to be a bit different because it's just me and you. So that dynamic's going to be uh, yeah, pretty but, interesting, honestly. Might be, might honestly be the most unlikable podcast episode out there. Not I think, lie. yeah, it's good, the most cancelable podcast. Or, or I mean, def- definitely not going to be the Robin and, um, and Marshall type of episode from uh, How I Met Your Mother. See, that's a good reference. Because, like, those two characters, like, they always hung out in a group but they never hung out the two of them together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So there was that one episode where they had to hang out the two of them in the same, in like uh, just the two of them in one episode and it was super awkward. So hopefully That's we're not going to... thing though, like even in my own best friend group, like I like all of them together, but you look at some of them and you're like, would I actually hang out with just you alone? No, nah, I'm, I'm dipping. Yeah, I have, I have that a lot with that. And man, you would totally relate to that if it weren't for the fact that there's COVID and everything, but your first year, uh, when it comes to the people you meet in your dorms, that is so the energy of you all hang out, like, because you're all floor mates, whatever. You might have one or two people that you kind of, you're like, okay, no, that's, that's for real. That's my friend, you know? And you go, you go hang out with them, but bro, for real, the rest of the people, you're like, if we're not going to have dinner, all of us together, I'm definitely not hanging out with you. I can, on the top of my head, I remember people on my on my floor, maybe like five of them, five of them that that still, I, there's no fucking way I could actually go chill with them just by myself. One of them I actually hate right now, but that was, we talked about that in episode 16 already. Anyhow, um, this is a very tired episode because it's Ramadan. Uh, so normally, you, me and you, so me and Yusuf had this idea that for uh, Yusuf really believed, and you tell me what you think, that this year there's going to be a podcast somewhere out there that's going to blow up because their gimmick will be that they will do an episode of like 30 minutes at, that they will release at every iftar. You know? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look, here's, here's my, here, like, here's how I will, you know, uh, here's where I will agree with Yusuf. The, um, like throughout most of our life, like for Ramadan, we had, um, how'd you call it? Like, iftar with your family, are you gonna say it right? You know, not just iftar with the family. It's like, we have like built-in things in, in our iftar culture, which is for example, go watch the Egyptian show or the Turkish mm-hmm. show or whatever. And your parents like two months way, two months before Ramadan, they already know what's, what's gonna be on TV. Oh. What's gonna, what they're going to watch, what show they're going to like, pro, like for real follow and everything. And they time it really well and every, but for like, I guess people our age, we don't really do that a lot. Like I remember as a kid, I watched a couple of shows with them, but then like it grows old really quickly and it's too slow. And I don't fuck with Arab comedy on TV anyway. So there's got to be something new to like modernize Ramadan, <laughs> you know? And I think a podcast that's specifically made for that, that's kind of like a show that once a year does the whole thing could totally blow up. 
Okay, now that you explained it, I see where you're coming from and it really does make sense. But still, I feel like if I'm not going to have a thought with my family and I'm going to be on my own, I want a visual component to it. So I'd probably watch YouTube or like an episode of some show, but I don't want to just listen to two people talk about the I'm last not, I'm not saying it's, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> bro. The whole thing is like, yeah, for this, for this month, um, <laughs> we're trying to get super holy. I mean, uh, you, what is the thing he said? Like God vibes. That's, that's really <laughs> where we're going with. <laughs> it's a, it's a month to repent. It's a month, uh, to quit all the things that control you. And that's, that's the spirit of Ramadan, right? Like that's the, you know, it's like be grateful for what you have and uh, be super humble and um, don't do any of the bad stuff you've done the entire year so that when you come out, you come out as a better human being and a much more, uh, But know. see, that's one way of looking at it because a lot of people, a lot of people like us see it as more of like a, Okay, 11 months of the year, I'm myself, this one person. And then for the month of Ramadan... I'm Brother Salim and Brother Aziz. turn into a monk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, we're going to Islam right now. Bro, for real. I, I, at least, no. The, that, I think, is very true. And that's why there's this... There's always been this one thing. Um, it's been pretty apparent. And at least I know in the places where I was... So I don't know if so other countries have that. So apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm no imam, but 40 days, but when you, when you drink. Oh, you have to wait 40 you, days? You, you have, or you eat pork. You have 40 days of your prayers not being accepted. Your fasting is not accepted. So basically, dudes will drink or par- like they will have this huge party 40 days before Ramadan. And it's like their last... It's like, this is the last sin. And then I'm expunging myself for like 70 days. And then they wait for eight, three days after Ramadan. And then it's back to business, you know? I, I, I personally never did that. Cause like, I, I mean, I, I don't drink, but like, I don't, I get where it's, where, what this, uh, what that whole idea is. Like, they're, they're like, at the very least, I will do that one month correctly. And I will fast and I will get everything done, which also, in the spirit of Islam, it's great. Like, you can, there, there's, yeah, there's I mean, no lost, case, lost, lost cause. Yeah, of course. Like, you're mocking it. His own, of course, to each his own. But thing is, I feel like instead of looking at it in such a calculated manner of, okay, let me get fucked up, but then still try to do it so correctly, just look at it in a way of, let me do everything a bit in moderation. Like, okay, I might drink every now and then, might do some things that aren't considered exactly correct or accepted but still try to make up for them uh somewhere else the 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 annoying part the annoying part about um i mean personal it's not it's never happened to me but i've seen this and this like one of the things i hate is people using the hypocrisy thing to judge someone's religion that's exactly where i wanted to go because uh one thing that's very apparent in islam is why am I saying Islam? Islam? <laughs> that you're, uh, you're pulling a Yusuf. Muslim. A hundred percent Yusuf. One thing that's very apparent is that if you're not a hundred percent by the books, people try to push you away instead of trying to, yeah, uh, trying to welcome you. So I might not be perfect. You might not be perfect. But instead of having people calling you all types of names, it's more uh, pro- productive to just 
accept every, everyone's differences, not judging. Yeah, well, like you see, you see how the episode. You, you you see someone you see someone for real like have a I don't know they're like oh let's go party whatever, and they're like nah man you know I have I have to pray or whatever or I have to to read some Quran and there's always that one who's like come on dude I saw you like get plastered a month ago it's like you it's like no dude just just let me be yeah let let him be because like is. It, it feels like if they if you don't do everything like you said at a hundred percent, there's always that one dude that tells you like, yeah, bro, that means you're hundred percent out. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's a show a show that like I really love that used to show me. Of course, Rami. <laughs> it's like the whole stride to like what it means to be Muslim at this day and age. In this day, uh, yeah, and it's age. the whole identity crisis of uh, I'm not Arab enough, but I'm not Western enough. So who am I? Yeah, and so you try to balance everything. And sometimes you go through your struggles, trials and tribulation, and it's fine. It's fine. It does happen. I just, I'm not a big fan of, uh, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of households that I've seen in my life are, were either nothing or everything. Mm. And there's no in between. And it's like, you're not accepting human error. That's the whole point of the religion. Like this, it's the whole yeah. point is like, we're, we sin. And we beg, ask for forgiveness all the time. It's a constant. You know what I've always told myself? Because starting 2021, I, I've actually been trying to, you know, be more of a, a practicing Muslim. So I started mm-hmm. doing my five a day and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'd always tell myself to make, uh, to make myself feel better was that, okay, I might not pray. I might not read Quran or do all of this. But what's more important is not to just, pray robotically but to actually understand the the meanings and messages of the religion religion so i'd always tell myself maybe i'm not praying but i respect my parents which is one of the foundations of the religion so i'm good like you do it's yeah it's like you you're doing at least something right so it's not you i'm not doing everything wrong and at some point i think it's more important to be a decent person than to pray five times a day it's more important to have like the strong values because that's man um uh, no, no, I, I actually, I was going to say, like, there's a saying that my parents used to say, but like, it's so not politically correct for me to say. So I'll say it off, off camera, off, uh, off the record later. Not regarding really. this. But basically, um, it's like, if you have, if, if it's built in, if it's built in you, at some point, you'll, you'll figure it out, right? Like, you figure out the balance. If, if you live long enough, yeah, you, you, like, you get... We're still young. We still have a long time to go to calibrate, to f- repent for our sins. Yeah. At the same time, you're like, one of the five pillars is like going to, the, to, to, to Hajj. And yeah. most people do that at like 60, 70. So like, mm. but like people haven't completed their journey until they're pretty old, right? So I don't know. I think I still, regardless, there's there's no such thing as it's too young and at the very least this year you know it's been pretty difficult covid um you know just lack of finding lack of opportunities lack of you know interactions with our human beings i'll get i'll get to that in a second lack of fit like emotional uh affection or whatever you want to call it we'll also uh, get into that yeah we'll really get into that in a second (laughs) but so one thing I really, me and Yusuf, Yusuf and I, um, at least made like this kind of pact was like, this month, 
we're not going to just do it right. We're going to do it for real, for real, right? I see, I see. And so even the things that aren't, like, bro, <laughs> I, like last, last Ramadan I spent with my, my, my family. You finish mm-hmm. iftar, you go have a cigarette in the kitchen. Okay. That's, that's, that's like one of the automatics. Yeah, I mean, at least it's not the cigarette and then iftar. Yeah, exactly. But like this, I said, this, this Ramadan, I'm quitting smoking. I'm Mashallah, not going to lie. Brother. Mashallah. Mashallah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Peace be on you, brother. Bruh, for real, this has been one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life. And it's like constantly twitching. How, how bad is it? That's one thing I'll never understand. The withdrawal? How, yeah, the withdrawal. It's horrible. It's like you have, you have a, you, you, you get a rush. You're like, man, a cigarette would be fire right now. And, you start, you, and you start visualizing it in your mouth. You know, and it's like in the feeling of just like inhaling and it's like, bro, it'd be way too good. Your fingers start shaking. Then you start feeling cold. You get a couple, you like you start sweating a little bit and you're like, oh man, I kind of need it. And then for the next hour or so, it will not leave your mind. So the only way to combat that, I personally, the, every time I've tried quitting and it kind of worked for a minute was you go on a walk, you go lift, you go run. Or the other choice, which ah, I'm not a big fan of, is you go eat. Because you eat, it will calm you down. But how that, much that, can you eat? Bruh, that's the thing. People gain like 10 pounds in their first month of quitting cigarettes. Okay? Yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm not, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't afford that. Because another thing that I'm like, this Ramadan I'm doing is like, no fast food. I'm quitting. It's been now almost 10 days. Or like, no, it's been more than 10 days since the last time I had fast food. Which, honestly, you do get the withdrawal symptoms of fast food when you eat fast food that much. Um, like, I think three days in, it kind of, three days after that, it disappears. It's not like cigarettes. It's not like uh, drugs or whatever. Yeah. That would take much more time. After three days, you, you feel much cleaner if you have But I guess water. anything to some extent can be addicting or an addiction. But No, no, but for real, fast food was like horrible because uh, you can't taste <laughs> Anything. Is it because of the MSG? Probably, man. Probably. You know, when, 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 you were kid, when we were kids, they used to say that how McDonald's and big uh, fast food companies used to put products that make their food addictive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, honestly, at this stage, I, I believe in that. I'm like, yeah, bro. Facts. I'm, I'm, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't hit the same. Like I, if, I, if I have <laughs> a Big Mac a couple of times a week, I know the next meal is going to taste like ass. I remember how that was always, there was always that one kid at school that was like, okay, look, I'm going to change your life and show you how chicken nuggets are made. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, yeah, yeah, that did happen. We actually had an episode. We, had, we, I remember when I was in grade, grade, grade nine, the, in English. Did uh, it make guy, super size me? Yeah, no, a guy in my class tried to, like, did a whole presentation about super size me. And we're supposed to be disgusted by that. I've had McDonald's that same day. I, I was like, there's no problem. Similar to that Jamie, uh, Jamie Oliver video where he, try, he explains to kids. How chicken nuggets. Not even, I think. It's the one where he actually shows how we do chicken nuggets to, to a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. And then after that, you're like, now, having, like, now that you've seen all of that, how many of you would still eat a chicken nugget? And they all raise their hands. <laughs> like bro it tastes too good what do you want me to do about it but anyhow so we just said like yeah yusuf and i 
uh, we're committed to like making this month count beyond the just fasting every day, which, bruh, this has been the slowest Ramadan. Like I've, I've, I've talked to uh, some of my fellow Muslimic brothers and, and like we've, we all relate to the same thing, bro. No matter what, whether you're in San Francisco, shout out Tima, whether you're in Abu Dhabi, you're in Tunisia, you're in London, it's been like the slowest Ramadan of all time, bro. It's like my 20th that I, no, it's like my 17th Ramadan I can remember. It's definitely the slowest. It's like taking so much time. Every day feels like it's set way longer than it should be. Because I know the 11th of April and the 12th of April went by like this. And then this, now every day I'm like, it, it feels like it's taking an eternity. It's like yeah, the thing is, I, I've still never had to experience that, but fasting when you're abroad sounds so much harder because I'm in Abu Dhabi right now. And so you, you break the entire country. Not only do I break fast earlier, but everyone's fasting and no one's eating in public. The whole, you feel like you're all in it together. So you it's, have an AC. It's hot. Like I do have an AC. We don't have an AC here. So it's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not feeling great. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. Um, the fact that everyone around you and like the, the whole, the whole country, country calibrates for Ramadan schedule. Exactly. exactly. Whereas here it's not really the case, but it's not even that. I actually genuinely feel like the minute like there's no, you can, there's no way a minute to 60 seconds right now. Like it's got to be more. There's definitely something in, in the whole t- time space continuum that's play. That's it's fucking with me. So there's that. Then there is. Uh, so I said, yeah, so no. So do all the fasting, quit cigarettes, quit fast food, go work out. Now, here's the thing. You haven't been in London in a while. We do miss you dearly, bro. Hopefully you come back as soon as possible. But one thing though, last week on the 12th of April, they opened the city again. London's mm-hmm. finally- It's reopened, right? Hmm? Excuse me? Oh, I thought you were gonna get into the whole gym thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get into the whole gym thing. But before that, it's like, we, the, the food markets are open, the bars are open, it's getting sunny, everyone's going out. And I mean, like it's, it's, it's I live in Shoreditch. So instantly, that's where Best all- yeah, that's the best place. And like, that's where all the hot people also live, right? That's where all the baddies live. That's where all the six, four buff dudes live, rugby lads live. And I don't look like that. <laughs> I don't look like that. What am I supposed to do? But anyhow, so I'm going to go to the gym the, on, on, on Monday because I finally finished my term. And I'm not going to lie. I've been to the gym I don't know how many times in my life I've had many, many phases where I went to the gym and I never really had proper gym anxiety. I kind of feel like uh, this is going to be very anxiety inducing tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, like everyone's in the same boat now. But that's the thing. Not in shortage. They all look, <laughs> I, I, I went to the food market last night. I was like, why is everybody like, I thought, I thought we all agreed to like, look like garbage. No. no? Bro, these people have been planning their fits for June 21st for the past two years. <laughs> so you better know that these people these are going to be These and Chavets have been really ready. But that's the thing. I was not aware of that. I thought we all agreed, like, bro, COVID is about surviving, not thriving. <laughs> okay, why is everybody thriving around me, like, looks-wise? I went to the food market. Bro, mm. for real, I saw those people eat. I'm like, I don't deserve to eat that much of them. I'll just have a salad. <laughs> <laughs> major body image issues but it's it's one of those things you know uh 
I, I, you know, you kind of know where your body sits at naturally. Like a good maintenance level. Yeah. And so when you have even just a little excess, you're like, you I don't know, feel as fast. You know I don't feel there, as fit. Yeah. I feel like there's something wrong. And like at some point you tailor your entire fits for a weight, right? So when you gain even an extra five kilos, you're like, bro, yeah. that jean is way too tight. Yeah, even from one day to the next, you'd be like, okay, maybe this shirt's a bit too tight. Let me go for the looser one. Or if yeah. you're feeling let me pull out that one, actually. So, <laughs> You know what? Oversized hoodie. That's, that's, that's the way to go. Like, just the sodium level can... Yeah. You're like, for real, like, your level of hydration can literally make or break your, your fits. And especially in this kind of weather, where everybody can't wear black, everyone's wearing white and everything. You're like, you can't hide those flaws. Like what, what did Warren Buffett say uh, about the stock markets? Like it's only when the tide, um, what is it? When it what is the low? What, how how does the tide work? I don't fucking know. I'm not. Uh, no. So there's the high tide, the low tide. Yeah, when the tide is low, low is that, that's when you. Yeah, low. it's like it's only when the tide is oh, low that you realize who's been swimming naked uh, uh, all this time. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And so for real, you can't hide any flaw right now with this level of sun. The weather's great. Everybody's going to the parks. Everybody's looking good. So I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to make a change for finally. And it's going to be hella atrocious the first week. Especially One thing about out. gyms in London, though, or at least my experience there, the people are absolute dickheads. Like, for real? Yeah, because the, the gym I went to was a, was a gym box. And gym box is more of a, a bit bougie, trendy gym where they have the neon lights. Uh, you know the fitness classes with the exercise bikes, and it's it's all it's all about like um, uh, the, uh, full cycle type of vibe. Yeah, Peloton right now. We're totally Peloton. Good yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so the type of crowd is ninety percent of the people look better than you. Everyone's good looking. That's painful. And it, it's the type of I'm at the gym of at six p.m. because I'm going out at seven p.m on the night out with the boys or with the yeah ladies. it's like i'm gonna hit everyone some biceps to together yeah yeah i'm gonna do it's some shoulders aesthetic yeah everyone's here just to like look what was it what's the word you said last time vanity vanity lifts vanity lifts yeah yeah <laughs> uh, nobody has any core strength but they all look like greek gods <laughs> you know i personally go to pure gym i never went to gym box and like pure gym is it's just an indu- it's it's like a quick yeah I get it you know there are like a hundred of them in London it's like do you need a quick workout go to Pure Gym uh-huh. thing is in Pure Gym a Pure Gym since it's like the most popular gym around they 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 have on this app how many people are inside the gym right now you have to book your slot no no you don't but you you still it's like it's for example this gym right now the one at Allgate has a maximum capacity of 129 people all right. So I can open on my I can open my phone and check on the Pure Gym app how many people are there, and it would tell me oh there are 17 out of 129 people. So like okay that it's empty right now I can go. So it spares you for the trouble of going there and finding out that it's full as hell. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing, but um, for real if I'm gonna go to the if I'm about to go to the gym and I open and I'm like 100 people I'm not going bro way too much anxiety. In the, the first few weeks like this is way too bro I'm, I'm not kidding um i've been talking to yusuf about this because facts only person i talk to at this stage um i do not look at other human beings as 
my equals, I look at them as like, everyone, if I, if I don't know you on a first name basis, you're a possible COVID infection. You, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You just see everyone as a walking disease. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like on, if, if I'm playing, if I'm playing a video game and I go on the HUD, they're all in red. Like they're not, they're not, they're, they're all tagged in red. They can be enemies. I do not want to interact with any of them. The last thing I need, I've been really respectful of COVID social distancing protocol for over the last, the last year and a half. That, I mean, no, the year, year, what am I saying? Year and a half, I, that wasn't, the COVID wasn't even there. But like, yeah, for the last year. And so I kind of forgot most, um, I, like I, I, I feel like most of my interactions with human beings from before, like I can't have them right now. Recently, I was watching a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode and uh, one of the main characters gets way too close to like this guy he's investigating. He knocks on his door, dude opens the door and they get way too close. And I'm like, bro, how does he not have a mask? You know? And that's when, and that's when I realized, I was like, what the fuck is, go- is up with me? Did I just forget how people used to interact before that? And now I can't look at any stranger as without like a, without my first thought being kind of hostile, like, bro, you're going to give me COVID. And I guess it's paranoia, but after all this time. Yeah, for sure. But you know what I feel has been even harder? Because that's one thing I've been trying to work on. But what gives me anxiety is uh, texting people, uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, whatever it might be. But just talking to people online is so, I don't know, just anxiety inducing. I, I haven't had neither of that nor talking to people in real life over the uh, because of lockdown but you talk about um having anxiety when you talk when you talk to people uh online and uh we have this one topic that was ready which is talking to to people on tinder bro okay i um so so the whole would you like to explain like how you got on tinder let me introduce how the whole thing started. I honestly don't even remember what the conversation on the group chat with uh, me, you, Sarah, and Yusuf was. But at some point, she says that I have no game. And as a dude, you have to and, take offense to that. Well, I think she, she triggered the beast right there. And, uh, <laughs> you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Uh, so then me and you started saying, okay, let me just... Uh, let me download the app and try to prove you wrong. And at first we were like, haha, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> <laughs> Until we finally can convince her to be like, yeah, sure, that go for it. Go for it, yeah. So the, the next second, you already know I'm on there, got my six, seven pictures, got the bio already, everything was good to go. Got the beach uh, picture, got the <laughs> showing them abs. Like you already know like what angle you're hitting. You're playing how you're gonna play it off in front of girls. I was like, yeah, bro, super dreamy, uh, naive, but you know, happy boy, happy guy on Tinder. You know, all smiles, super positive vibes. You already know what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, what should we get into for uh, get into first on the whole Tinder thing? Should we get into what's a good one and a bad one? Uh, how to start a conversation? First what of do all, want to start with. First of all, well, the first thing for Tinder, so yeah, we have to acknowledge, so you have Tinder now, you now, now you kind of get it how it works. I had Tinder for a long time. I've always been on and off Tinder, delete, re, re, put it again, delete. 
and it wasn't even ever to have like a proper like oh let's go on a date or whatever it's just i it's honestly like boost. It's just yeah yeah boost for, for, real, for, for real it's like a text message and that's it hmm, yeah you absolutely you absolutely get it like it's like i get this girl is gonna hype me up for a second she's gonna give me just a little bit of attention and i'm gonna walk kind of different for the rest of the day and that's it that's all i need so uh when so when i got when i got when i got um you remember that you were gonna start then i was like bro this guy's gonna kill first of all but i didn't know like facts it's gonna sound so bad on my side i didn't know girls would get that thirsty because <laughs> <laughs> for real the level of thirst i've seen in some of the messages of girls i'm like Bro, when I approach girls, I try my best to not look down bad, okay? These girls approach you, they are fully committed to looking down bad, and they're fine with it. And I'm like, what is going on? I think, uh, what was it? What, what was this girl? But for real, the one thing Salah said, bro, you have no game. Bro, you have no game. <laughs> bro, that can't be the takeaway of the whole Tinder thing. It's been three <laughs> No, no, I know, I know, I know. It's just... There's this one message you sent that I think was like way too, way too funny is you start a conversation with a girl with G's. And I honestly don't know how the fuck that girl, like actually, how do I, how do I say how that girl actually responded to a G's because <laughs> hey, it's better than a hey. Okay. You know what? I actually tried the G when I saw that I was like, Oh, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not aware. The G's is very flattering. She's like, whoa, okay, well. Okay, facts. There was a girl that I matched with recently that as soon as I saw that G's, I was like, let me try that on her. She never responded. Okay, let me give away my best. That's that's my best line. Uh, My favorite one to use lately. When I say lately, I mean... That's like, the one I sent uh, like two days ago. of my matches. <laughs> uh, what? Copy How many? 18, 18, 18 of your matches, you've said the same line? 80. Dude. Right now, I'm sitting at 170-ish. Flex. Uh, I was going to say something so cancelable. Let's skip that. What, what, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I was going to... I was going to rate them numerically, but... Every girl is beautiful in their own way, and that's just not a thing you can do, which mm-hmm. is completely disgusting. So, woke check. Uh, <laughs> what a woke check. Okay, the best line. I'll be I'll be giving this one away to anyone who wants to use it. You go. Uh, words can describe how beautiful you are, but numbers can. Eight out of ten. Because look, she can interpret that in different ways and they're all a winning formula she can either go oh wow that was so funny like haha that was amazing or uh she'll try to be a bit a bit of a diva and go like oh only an eight only an eight or she'll be super beta and be like oh my god i'm an eight and then you just flatter her some more tell her what she wants to hear and like let me change the right boo let me treat you right. You need it. You clearly need it. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need some validation for real. Like, God just brought me into your life just to hype you up for a second and make you enter your hot girl face. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's hot boy summers. For real, for real, man, I am telling you. There's always, like, three, like, you know how everyone has, like, their hot face? 
at some yeah. point where it's, it's it's a summer it's a year it's a whatever there's always a person in their life at, the, at that point right before that hot hot phase that triggers it by giving them like way too much attention yeah a yeah, great yeah. compliment like i know the best i ever looked in my life was when you had a girlfriend oh actually yeah but like that wasn't even it it was more of a like at that point i remember right before that i was getting like like two three girls complimented the hell out of me i was like bro you look like really hot and i was like okay i guess i, I did i did i did this girl like yeah we started dating and immediately i was like dude okay like i'm entering my hot boy summer and it's gonna <laughs> be great and i'm gonna ride that high for all summer i remember i was walking all types of different that that, that summer so when you do that to a girl and she's like being super beta about it. You're like, I might trigger this girl to enter her hot girl, hot girl summer, which great shit. But also, exactly. being an uh, being an enabler. Yeah, yeah, but all yeah, but also, man, listen, I've so Tinder. I've, I've recently recently downloaded Bumble because like I was fed up with Tinder with one thing. The one thing that I, that I absolutely hate about Tinder is if we if me and you match and I text, then Answer. respond. Okay, don't act like you never go on Tinder because you had to go to swipe right. Okay, right. like this is so stupid. I don't know why I have to explain it, but it's not like you've been off for two years. If we matched, you you were active two days ago. Yeah, exactly. Like super recently. That's how the algorithm works. Why are you lying to yourself? Why are you acting like you have to ignore? Besides, I'm dropping hella bars on these girls, and also there's this one little thing. Bro, I'm salty as hell, right? You had the positive Tinder experience. Mine really wasn't. Because recently, I legitimately matched the five best looking chicks. Um, you said, yeah, bro, we can't really rank girls. Whatever. No, these are clearly one through five. Like, these are the five best looking chicks I ever matched with on Tinder. And all five of them, I matched with them recently. And you're like, oh, you definitely got catfished. Except... Tinder has that feature with the blue with the blue ticker where it's like okay that means they're legit you know because the blue ticker is like you have to actually post you have to post yeah, a yeah, selfie yeah. and they have to determine like a so, thumbs up type of thing do a peace sign exactly so I match with like those five people and they're all like 20 out of 10 and for real I feel worse now than before I matched with them because one this girl ignored girl two ignored girl three ignored girl four ignored girl five got mad at my at my, at my joke that's like tough. what's your joke though <laughs> it's not even that bad bro <laughs> this girl this girl was like uh, her bio said something like uh, i'm dying to get like uh, if you're if you're a if you if you're a tattoo artist uh, please let me know. I'm dying to get some new ink. Mm. I was like, brah, in COVID times, you're going to ask a random off of, of Tinder to like get you some ink. And I made like, like just a topical meme reference, like just casual, you That's know? That's so wack That's so wack. Well, why would you start with that? It's because, brah, brah, for real, I am not even saying that was a good move. I DM'd you guys. <laughs> When that happened, I was like, guys, I have never stuttered that bad <laughs> talking to a girl. 
Because like Bro, that was like the stutter. Just say that. Say how it is. That biggie, frère. <laughs> For real, man. She biggie. Like that was the worst ever. My worst ever intro. Bro, when you mentioned the, the whole catfish thing, that takes me. Uh, that reminded me of another good uh, a good liner. I say it's a good line. Uh, <laughs> or it's not even good. It's corny as hell, but it works. Well, corn uh, de- definitely does work on Tinder. That's so you, you started by saying, uh, wait, before I embarrass myself, uh, are you a catfish? And then she'll be like, oh my God, like, am I this pretty? <laughs> it's like, stop. Uh, or like, she's literally the words. Wait, why would you think I'm a catfish? She's like, uh, I don't know. Like, damn, looking pretty good. Yeah, and bro. So also. Uh, you, you're playing, you're, you're, you're playing, you're like, by doing these moves, you're being the worst dude ever. Like, for real. A good thing to do is, uh, look, no girls want the hay. Unless you're 20 out of 10, they wouldn't be bothered. So Yeah, if you're Jason Momoa, it's fine. You have to stand out in some type of way if you look like us. But don't try to stand out too much. Not also. too much either. Because so. then you're just like, try hard. Like, you, you exactly. know, like I've seen uh, this girl, there's this girl who, was, who po- posted a picture of her on IG where she's like pretty much almost fully naked and she's painting whatever and like it's oh those... you sent us that one yeah that's the that's the covid vaccine one that's the <laughs> oh motherfuckers be like i'm scared of what's in the vaccine see i told you that girl i like i was i i was bro i was tripping when i saw how bad she was i'm like there's no way we matched you know anyhow her, her finger slipped or some shit yeah bro, come on come on you're you're rude right now this is disrespectful uh, for real, man, by the way, let me just at least finish that quick, the story real quick. She answered, she's like, um, ha, I'm actually looking for people who, who their shops closed because of COVID, whatever. Also, I don't know what gave you the assumption. That so I'm like, okay, so my joke did not fly at all. Totally not. Totally not. And I got That's like, really, oh, why did you just assume my gender type of vibe? Facts, facts. And because... Right, right. Like way before we said it, I think in one of the episodes, um, one of the earlier episodes, we said like, you don't get the, eff- like the effect a pretty girl has on you, bruh. I immediately got nerdy about it. And I was like, oh no. I mean, like, it was just like, it was a reference to this meme and what it, like, bro, really virgin about everything. So yeah, I got super virgin about it. And I had to, you know, I started explaining the bit. And she did oh. not answer. When you have and to explain a joke, you just know it didn't land it. It's never going to land. It's never funnier when you explain it. That's the thing. I, I, I was like, I think I offended this girl because the next day I saw her bio on, on Tinder and there is no mention of get of a tattoo artist. <laughs> so clearly I got into that girl's head. Okay. Sometimes, you know what they say? Yeah, she has 10,000 men trying to be her solution. Sometimes you got to be her problem. And that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> stay toxic kings so i don't know man i text her and like and, I, and i'm struggling so by the end of it i remember an hour after my three messages she hadn't answered i just sent her i'm sorry because like i i realized i killed my shot with that girl and at the very least maybe she'd see the comedy in the i'm sorry and be like haha it's fine she didn't answer I talked to Serge about it. 
Man. It was like, bro, you should literally just DM her, like, just DM her and say, like, what's your cash app? Let me send you money. <laughs> just apologize for, for ruining this thing. But anyhow, just before that, we're talking about how, like, you have to stand out and you can't hit with it. You can't hit her with a hey. And I say how, like, there are some dudes who, like, try way too hard and not, at, like, standing out. This same girl, her IG, because she has her IG on Tinder and that's exactly what you go do. You go check her IG, be like, it's your catfish. I go check and she has like this super, super, super sexualized video of her painting <laughs> on her IG. Okay. Like she's wearing almost nothing. Okay. And you, and as soon as I, like, as soon as I saw that video, <laughs> I was like, the worst thing a, a guy could do is start talking about the painting when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to that video. Cause she knows exactly you're, you're trying to, you're trying too hard to like not look at what's like right in front of you, which is her showing her, her ass, really. Like if you go about, she's like, you know what? I really like the neon lights in your room. Like it really gives so much. You know, <laughs> stop capping, stop capping. You like cap, cap, like stop acting like, <laughs> stop acting like that's what you, like you zoomed in on. Like, like, like this girl is literally posting OnlyFans type of content on Instagram. Don't tell me that you're here for the art, okay? Which, because we, I, I know, I know like that type, of, that type of guys, which I hate too much. It's the white knights who try to be like, you know, tr tr mm -hmm. let's treat uh, women like queens and whatever. And it's like, you're... I can Knowing see fully him. well, he's going to treat her like shit in two weeks. Yeah, you know fully well, he's just... He, instead of us making us feel like we're the ones who are down bad and he's a real gentleman, we know between dudes that that guy is the most down bad out of us all, right? And he's willing to go- I think it's either these guys promise the entire world and then treat her like shit. And then there's other guys, which I think, I think we're in, we're a part of, would be the guys that joke around and pretend we're, we're pieces of shit, but then deep down are genuine. Yeah, we're so, bro, what are you, you trying, I have to, a, you trying to appeal to who? <laughs> What's yeah, I don't know, that, that, just, that just made me think of my girlfriend that I, my beautiful girlfriend that I happen to <laughs> that love. That I would her. never cheat on and that would always love unconditionally. <laughs> you know what, you saying that, like saying this type of shit in front of other girls, like you know exactly what you're doing. Like I know a guy who I'm never going to mention his name, like, like that, who <laughs> would definitely pull this kind of move where he has a girlfriend and would hype up his girlfriend in front of other girls in the most brutal way ever. That's such that, a move. That's like, bro, bro, this is, this is how he do, okay? He'd be at a party, he'd be chilling. And uh, this girl is like talking to him and he would say this out loud. He's like, bro, facts, my girlfriend is 10 times hotter than you, you know? And it's like, Okay, you could literally just say no, you know, and like not get with this chick, whatever. But I feel like he wants all the girls around to hear him defend his girlfriend with like that brutality. They're like, like no, that's I want to be here. I want yeah, be that's here. a keeper. That's a keeper. I need him. So like the day he he gets dumped or dumps, there's a flock of girls like yeah, he just he's laying the groundwork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you see, that man, I that's the thing. The older you get. It's not, it's not, you don't get better at this. You just get better at spotting what people are doing. A hundred percent. Like you, you know exactly what you're doing with, like exactly. The guy who, if, if like, I look at this girl painting butt ass naked and I look at a guy comments uh, something about the painting itself, we can both recognize that he's just trying, 
way too hard to not That's talk the about thing. rest. I feel like to to be good when talking to people, just have to just have don't be a, a, creep. a bit of either awareness or emotional intelligence where you'd know, you just have to know how to read the room or read the person and know what they'd laugh at, what would hit them the wrong way, what would be right. Uh, also, another top tip about the whole standing out thing, I think a good thing to do is be straightforward, but of course, without being disgusting. <laughs> so <laughs> like, don't be, don't be too horny, but like, yeah. you know, you'd be like, damn, you're looking good, but don't say, yeah, bro, let's fuck. But look, like, look, <laughs> if you want to go for something a bit risky, what you do is you balance that out with a fuckboy emoji. So she'd be like, oh yeah, he's laughing. She's like, oh, he's doing this ironically. Exactly. He's being I ironically down bad, you know. I think that was one of the dumbest ones I pulled. A girl's bio was something, something aspiring MILF. So I sent her a... Let me make you a mommy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, give me nine months and I'll turn your dreams into reality. With oh, the let's go, emoji. King. And, and it worked. She was like, oh, wow. Like I was... Uh, Taken aback by how smooth that was. Oh, no, no. She was like, oh, I was about to be really pissed or some shit. But then I saw the emoji and I got that you were joking. Ha, 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 ha. Cool, cool, cool. You're like, yeah, ha, ha, joke. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> What a joke. Look, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I talked to, it's like something I used to, I said a while ago to a good friend of mine uh, after uh, <laughs> we're chilling at this place, whatever. And I got like a compliment from this girl that I just met that day. And she was like, yeah, bro, you're fucking hilarious. And obviously, uh, like, bro, that's, that's like, that's, that, that, that hits like crazy. And I was like, if I had, if I had the take between like hearing one of these following three, which is one, you have the, you're the best lay, like the best sex I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Two, you're the hottest boy I've ever seen. And three, you're the most hilarious guy I've ever met. Facts, I take hilarious every True, single time. The first, I'm not saying I'd pick that one, but the first two are disposable. The last one leaves the lasting impression where it's like, wow, I want you to be a part of my life. Like, wow, I'm treating you right. Like, bro, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've, no, no, facts, no, that's way too, this, you know what? I'm going to say it, but it's off the record. <laughs> Anyhow, so what was I saying? But yeah, I will take, I will take the, you're the funniest dude I've ever met because I'm like, regardless of, of the setting, I know she's having a great time right now. And so there is a reason why I have a podcast because I never shut up. So like the chances that if I keep talking, she's going to be dying of laughter. Right. And um, yeah, bro. And the more she laughs, the more she squints, the more attractive you seem. Yeah, exactly. The closer she will relate like dying of laughter to an orgasm. So maybe I'm better in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jokes, jokes. But anyhow, like for real, that that was like one of the best compliments she was like yeah you're hilarious and brah that day i walked like i was worth a billion dollars i felt like the but next year thing okay you're the most hilarious guy she's ever met probably uh definitely stop saying probably what are you trying to do it's definitely and i'm just being like you know trying to humble me reasoning type of uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh what was i gonna say shit uh Okay, you're the most hilarious guy. Yeah, thanks. But then, does that mean you go for the for the long run, where you work your way up from the friend zone, or what's? I the... never had to work my way up the friend zone. Generally, like that's oh man, literally, it's so ironic that this happens the day the, the week after we release an episode about 
Serge being like, oh, dude, you had to like, you know, your move was always be their best friend. It's like, no, facts. I never had to work my way out, out of the friend zone. It's literally, it's, I'm like, do, do, do you know that? Oh man, it's going to sound pretentious. And I'm not saying I'm a, like a hot as fuck kind of dude. <laughs> I'm not saying I get like all girls. I'm not saying anything. But, bruh, like, it's like a shark. You can smell blood from, like, 100 miles away. When you know, one, like, you know when a girl from the get-go, she's like, oh, she's, I could definitely cuff her. Like, give, give me, I don't know how much time, I'm like, I, she's on track to catch feelings, you know? Like, the yeah, way I'm, pu- I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm pulling the moves, I'm looking the I'm, way she's I'm laughing. The- the right strings yeah yeah like you're pulling exactly the right you know exactly what's going on and i'm not saying you're manipulating whatever but you as you are doing you you are completely aware of where this is going you know you're like this is like you reach a higher state of being and where you're completely aware of like of that movement she just said of that you know that she just held your arm like you know exactly where this is going and you smelling like Ramble yeah, there was that, that one line you told me where if the girl goes, if the girl hits your uh, shoulder and goes, you're so annoying or something like that, then it's, it's game it's over. Done. Like you got it. Yeah. And me generally, the way it works is that every girl that ended up catching feelings for me at some point, it always was, it's on sight, you know, like they start and they are roasting the hell out of me for no reason. Like I didn't ask for anything. And it's like, I don't know, it feels like it's a mechanism that they have to attack. Just like they have to try to diss me as much as possible, and I'll take it. And be like, "Wow, like, why are you talking to me like that?" Whatever. And like, as soon at this stage, when I see a girl diss me way too much from the get go, like this, like three days into talking to her, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, uh, she, yeah, she, yeah. she's about to." Okay. Look, you know where? Like, I I'm like, like, I know if I know if I use the right lines over the next coming ten days, it's done. It's done. Like, bro, she's <laughs> she's never gonna think about her ex again. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I feel like I. You can catch a lot of girls lacking. <laughs> where? Okay, in this case, I, I'd say that these girls are way too naive. Where, look, they listen to, they listen to your Frank Ocean, your Mac Millers, your Kate Renatas, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And in their mind, they're onto something. Like, they're, they're onto some, some wait, what's the world transcendent shit that no one's no one's they're on, on they're, some new wave they're on the new wave so when you talk to them mm-hmm. and you make them feel like you know everything about these people you know the music you know the whole the whole vibe that goes with you're them. like it's it's a new wave for you but i've been on that way for a minute if you're just in touch with the culture and make her feel like oh yeah i i'm totally on this too she'll feel like that's it. Like there, there's definitely something. Out of the 8 billion human beings on planet Earth, you're the only one that's aware of who Frank Ocean is. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. And that's she needs you in her life. Girls, and this is like, I guess it's a woke take. Girls are not aware of the power they have on dudes. Like, you know, like, girl, like just in general, girls have a certain inherent power on, on straight guys, for real. Okay, it's just everything. Like I know for a fact. Like I, there's a picture on on um, there. Like just girls in general have this effect, especially if they're pretty. Like I have a picture with me and the boys on my Instagram. And oh, my, I think I know which one you're talking with about. With my girl best friend, and I know for a fact that we all get plus two 
and our in our total grades because, because she's in the picture. just because she's in it you know because she's like she with her presence just like upped our level because like you take her out you we post that picture without her we look like three virgins but like proper virgins like proper like i don't know like it guys you know and the fact that she's in gives us like social credibility <laughs> to post that picture she's not in we don't i don't post it okay and you know that's facts like i know it's like oh that's so let me put it simply you you get you get away with so much when there's when there's a girl in your picture no no i, I wasn't gonna say that but that too of course what i was gonna say is let me put it simply if there was no girls on planet earth i wouldn't bother being my best self yeah for real i i wouldn't i wouldn't mind being what i'm what i am right now like for real like why I, would I, I hit the gym for seven billion other guys like yeah dude i so wouldn't bother but also and no, no i mean okay of course there's nuances to it like of course i love taking care of but, myself but i guess but i guess yeah 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 because like there's they're gonna get that like the whole psa like yo bro you should do this for yourself and you should you know you should be healthy and you should not like your your, your happiness and yourself you know trying to self uh, to, to better yourself should not depend on another person it's like yeah okay sure but like bro bro like a girl gives you the extra 10 percent. like i know i know the effort i put in myself when there is a girl that says hi to me in the, like in the morning for real like i know that when there is a girl in my life that i'm mildly interested in you know what maybe i'll do that fourth set at the bench press maybe i will walk the extra mile maybe, maybe i'll have a salad Maybe I, I, I was feeling McDonald's, but maybe I'll have a salad. Fuck it. You know, no Diet Coke this week. <laughs> like it's those little things that you're like, I will do that little extra 10%. You know what? I press snooze most of the time at six in the morning. Nah, not today. You know, <laughs> that's, that's like, I'll do a skincare routine. It's cool. But I don't know. The thing, the thing, One thing yeah. about being Muslimic. <laughs> Muslimic in it. And skincare, these two things don't go well together. Like, wow. I've been, I, I, as I said, for the past five months, I've been trying to, to get my five a day and try to. to you talk about Muslim. it like it's like your five fruits and veggies a day. Might <laughs> get my five a day. What is this on about? Like, come on. Uh, you know. So I've been trying to pray, and before praying, you have to do the wudu, of course. So, oh. Uh, wash your hands and one of the steps is washing your face but thing is if i'm gonna cleanse my skin and moisturize in the morning i can't rewash my face at 12 for the what's it called the prayer and so you got it's kind of rude it's like be religious and have great skin you pick one like, you know which one matters most yeah that you gotta modernize well i mean personally i i never had any like proper oh let's exfoliate whatever i i went for the nuclear option accutane oh i've been there too i've been there too like yeah accutane and then i haven't had a single pimple in a while like it's been it's been a solid year since i've had a zit yeah, or anything. that's that's one thing i was telling you is uh we're talking about anxiety and I started thinking, oh yeah, of course, everything was so much easier when you're at school because you have nothing to worry about and all you of that. You don't think about jobs. You don't, think about... you don't think about jobs, internships, all that, all these responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But then I remember, no, I was just as anxious, if not even more anxious, because, well, with your raging teen hormones, you wake up and you're like, 
am I get am I going to get the pimple today, tonight, tomorrow? And as soon as you get that pimple, your confidence is gone for the you're next. You're so beta for the next two weeks. weeks. <laughs> you're <laughs> so beta. You don't talk to girls. You know, like facts on WhatsApp, you're like new phone. Who this? For those next two weeks, you're like, hey babe, uh, I'll I'll do your homework. Um, how are you doing? For real? No. Yeah. One thing I absolutely agree with you on is the level of anxiety has always been there. It's just we had much more stupid reasons. Exactly. Yeah. To, to be anxious as kids. Um, like right now, I, I look at my little brother and he's like, sometimes he stresses out about the stupidest shit. And uh, one of the things he really stressed out about once was how he liked this girl and he wanted to text her to see if she was in the same class as him at the start of the year. And I'm like, did you ever talk to her? And he's like, yeah, well, we're kind of friends, but like we never talked. It's the Robin and Marshall. They never, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was never just them. As it just them. Yeah. But in a group of four, he's killing the game with her, you know? He's feasting, comedy vibes. But unfortunately, he never, like, but he has her number. And I was like, bro, go fucking talk to her, whatever. And he's like, bro, no, like maybe she'll find you weird, whatever. And I'm like, bro, why are you crying? Why are you being a little, and he, dude was completely anxious. And now I realize like that same fear he had about interacting with people, I, ha I still have that. It's just, it's not with girls now. It's, it's generally with people who I have to ask for a referral at a job. Exactly, yeah. It's like, hey, I hope I'm not bothering you. Because <laughs> like, facts, like the, legitimately, well. I want to start my emails with like, I really, I'm really sorry for the inconvenience I'm ca I've caused. Mm -hmm. If like, if this was of any inconvenience to you, like you can let me know and I can just kill myself. Like there's no problem. I will jump <laughs> from the balcony, no issue. I'm so sorry for, tech, for emailing you. <laughs> like my life is the a complete thing failure. You said about your brother, I'm so past the, that type of anxiety, but I, I totally get it. Because when you're at that age, you feel like you're tiny and the world's huge. Like when you're in your bedroom, you feel like, the four walls are confining you and you feel like you're trapped in a way you feel like you're everything's such a hard step to take like yeah when you think of in his case texting the girl like that's such a big step for humanity but yeah yeah for real you think like it's, a, it's age, a make or break for for the rest of your life you're like the entirety of my life post this will, well will this be goes. defined by how she answers like if she answered with lol I'm, I can, I might as well just like, like 13 reasons why, bro. Like it's done. Game over. But uh, when you mature, I feel like you, you get perspective on like how you get much perspective. You, you can look at yourself in the third person, take your soul away from your body. That sounds really fucked up. Yeah. Well, and kind of look at it very objectively where it's like, okay, I'll text her. That's absolutely nothing. It's like, you're aware of like, Honestly, honestly, it's just you. I think by the time you reach a certain age, to me, it was around 17 uh, where, where I like it clicked. And I was like, nah, y'all shit the same. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> you, you, everybody's fart smells like ass. Like, it's, 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 all, it's all garbage. I honestly, it took me some time to realize that. But for real, once I got it, I was like, the same way if somebody like uh, sends me a message on whatsapp i'm never oh dude what the fuck why is this weirdo talking to me no i never had that i never reacted that way to, to, an email, to a message the same way if i message them 
they have no reason to react that way. And if they do react that way, then they can it. go bite me in the ass because like that means they're not worth my time, you know? I, I was, I've, I've been like very consistent about explaining this to my brother. I was like, don't let anybody tell you or make you feel like you're not the most awesome human being that's ever lived. Yeah. Because right? like, it's not about the average. That, that's, the, that's the thing about the world. That's the thing I was talking about relationships with Serge when, I don't know, we had this big deep talk about relationships and people mattering and whatever. And I was like, it's, it's, it's never about how much, um, the average of how much people love you. Your value to humanity is equal to the highest value you have in, in one person's life. In one per okay, yeah, that's, like, oh, that's if, a great statement. Like if there are like, if you have, if 10,000 people know you in this world, which is a big ass number, but let's say 10,000 people know you in this world, you pick out of those 10,000 people, the one you mean to the most, that's how much you're valued. It's not the average of those 10,000. It's not the bottom. It's, it's, it's really how much, because what's the, un seul être vous manque et tout le monde est dépeuplé, which means one person's missing and it feels like the whole world's empty. Facts to someone, oh shit. Yeah, my bad. To one, to, to, to someone out there, you're exactly that. So don't, don't let, like, I look at my brother as like the most awesome human being on earth. I'm like, by default, that means that in your mind, you should think of yourself as the most awesome human being on earth. Don't let a little girl like that, like talk to you, like, bruh, she's definitely just as insecure. Like you that's think you look like garbage in compar comparison mm -hmm. to her. She probably thinks she looks like garbage in comparison to someone else. In you fact, the hottest girl in, in the room or the grade, whatever it may be, and could think to herself, no way. She probably, you think to herself, she hundred percent looks down on me. And but then, then you actually get to know her and you realize she's the most self-conscious person there bro, is. Bro, there's, for, there's a correlation between being good looking and being self-conscious. Look, I'm not going to hype up the, okay. My, 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 my friend Noor uh, is like, shout out Noor again for the second episode in a row. She's like consistently, she has like that pretty girl syndrome from like she was a kid. Like Yusuf would, would tell you. Like, so, from, so what's a pretty girl syndrome? She's like from, from the time she was like super young, like prep, what do you call it? Uh, prep school? No, is that, it's not prep school. Preparatoire. Uh, What's it when, you, when they're like five? Maternelle? Yeah, maternelle. It's like what, five, six years old? Elementary Anyhow, school. Uh, no, but pre-elementary, pre that's the thing. That's oh, like, okay. from that time, she was always like the tiny little girl that like every guy is like, dude, she's pretty. And so she gets, she gets preferential treatment. She's the one who's like all cutesy. And so she's always had pretty girl privilege her entire life. Okay. Yeah. To this day, she's like one of the best looking girls that I know. And I mean this in a completely platonic way. But anyhow, Noor, one time we were talking and she would tell me that there's one time where her boyfriend was like, you need to not put makeup for once in your life when you go to school. She did not put it. And the next day, someone was like, oh my God, are you sick? Are you okay? Fact of the matter is, those same girls that like, that make other girls or other people insecure about themselves, everybody's waiting for them for their downfall to make a comment about them. Like everyone's mm. waiting for to see a crack. And it must be super annoying for them. Honestly, I would, I would, I, I would feel 
Like, I'd, I'd feel pretty horrible about that. Yeah, I get it. Like, in her position, you cannot have an off day. Like, you have an off day that's everyone else's. Yeah, it's too. LeBron James. You have to be, like, you have to give him a 10 out of 10 performance every day. Because, like, in 15-year-long season of, of triple-doubles. The way Jordan and LeBron define it, every game they play, there is a kid in the stands out there who this is the first time and maybe the last time he's going to see me play. Mm. So I have to give him performance. <laughs> Another takeaway is just don't be a dick because the smallest things you could say to someone are those that hurt the most. Such, exactly. They could have such a long lasting impact. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was ta- I was talking to a girl at some, uh, earlier this year and at some point she hit me with the, did I tell her when, like, when a girl is into me, she's like, it's, she's, she always feels like it ha- she, she has to be on site with me okay, and be super aggressive. So this girl was like joking like that. And I was like, haha, yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. And an hour later, she sends me a big ass paragraph apologizing. Look, you, I'm sorry. It's just fucking around, whatever. And immediately, awesome. no, no. And I was like, bro, I didn't take it to heart. Like I'm, I was fine. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's definitely the type of girl. At some point, she was like fucking around with some friends and somebody called her annoying when she's 13 or 14. Mm. She's like, damn, come on. Why, why'd you have to be annoying? All, like, why'd you have to do too much every time? Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. stuck with her. In fact, at some point we were talking, I was like, yeah, did that happen? She's like, yeah, that did happen. I'm like, yeah, obviously it would. It's those mm. little comments. That nothing, no word hurts like annoying. Like annoying is like the worst thing someone can tell can tell you and like with, with proper seriousness. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. It it hurts. It hurts big. But also you hear the oh my god, you're so annoying, which is like the best. The best thing you could hear. You're like, I got it. That <laughs> that is it. I am I, I that's it, that's it. I won. Like the whole chance. We have accepted your application. <laughs> yeah. Eagle has landed. That's it. I got it. We're, we're, we're on the moon right now. But uh, before that, I want to finish up the, the Tinder thing. I want to go back to the Tinder thing because um, I told you how like, I stuttered big time with that girl, right? We're saying like the types of dudes. I wanna, the like, white the, knights? The, the, worst, the worst dudes ever are those that like, try so hard to not make it sexual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, stop dodging it. No one's telling you to be a horn dog. But you yeah, nobody's like, you shouldn't be, like, you should, your mouth shouldn't be frothing at the idea of a woman. <laughs> like, it, that's, don't be that guy. <laughs> but at the same time, don't be the kind of guy who's like, I don't see color or I don't see race. Like, I don't see gender. Stop lying, bro. Stop lying to yourself. Like, you don't be that horny, but like, you can right. like girls are human beings too if you get horny she gets horny as well what no just saying he can acknowledge the fact he's attracted to this physical yeah being. yeah like if, if like you know what if you want validation she wants it as well she's a human being if you are down bad bro chances are she's down bad like recently i matched with this girl who's hella bad who said looking for i'm just looking for rebound dick okay <laughs> And I'm telling you, like, I've, 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 honestly, I've been killing the game, but like, I, they, they don't give me a chance. Like, they, they be hating the boy like that. And I answered, I was like, damn, that's crazy. I'm looking for a rebound dick too. <laughs> she didn't that's answer. A, that's, that's a funny line. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm like, I know it should work. Like, it's not down to me being lame. It's down to her not answering. Really, the other one, I matched with this girl. 
fact, the best looking chick I have ever matched on like Tinder. She's, um, she, so I matched with her and, uh, by the way, facts, like she saw a super liked her. Cause like you have one super like, can they see? Yeah. 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 They, they see a, one? they, they see a blue thing. Cause see now by saying this, you just outed yourself as a guy who never got super liked by a girl. That must be sad. <laughs> oh, wait, I know. I think I've, I never have. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it will happen at some point. Don't worry. We all have our first time. We all have our first super like, buddy. But have you ever been super like? Of course I did. Let's go. You crazy, bro. Man, I remember there's this girl. Her name was Sydney. I matched with her. And I'm like, uh, so I looked like, I, I, I looked for uh, a city in, uh, in Australia that's under Sydney. And I was like, yeah, bro, have you ever heard of the city? You can find her just like you can find me with Sydney on top of it. She loved that line so much. And then she started ghosting me. I was like, bro, what you mean? Like she talked to me the entire night because she fucked with that line. And then the next day, boom. Same happened with a girl in Dubai talking to. We had such a great conversation. She followed me, whatever, ghosted me after that. But this girl right here, I thought like I actually hit her with a great line because I super liked her. So clearly. She knows. She knows that, bro, you had one shot at picking what you think is the best girl in your entire feed for 24 hours and you picked me. So clearly she knows where we stand. There's a power dynamic. She's up there. I'm really down. Okay. And I, and I text. And so I see she's besides I put like my, my Tinder. I always put it just London, but this girl said like, she's 500 kilometers away. She's from Glasgow. No, 558 kilometers away. And she's from Glasgow. And I said something like, and I thought I was real smart with it. I was like, now I got my reason to walk 500 miles because, you know, I will walk yeah. 500 miles, Scottish song. She's in Scotland. There is clearly 500 miles. Isn't and I'm like, Irish, hmm? I think it's Irish. No, 500 miles. No. Scottish? Let me Google that right now. But anyways, yeah, I think that's a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say like a fire line, but it's. Yeah, but it's like, that's nice. the thing. I was like, it's, 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 it's good, right? Wait, yeah, it's me, flattering. Yeah, it's Scot- the Proclaimers is a Scottish duo. There you go. Okay. So it's one of those lines that, you know, like, I, like, like you said, you can't, you, you can't hit with a hay. It's harmless. And you can't be too down bad. And you can't be like, okay, again, off the record. Okay, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't play it off like you're not, yeah. you're not seeing so what's in the... You're showing interest without showing too much interest. You know, like you're playing it off as like, this is going to be a nice little back and forth. He's got the yeah, chat. <laughs> Literally, this, by the way, Love Island is back this year. So definitely that's the, the vibe. He's got the chat. Like, <laughs> that, that's, that's where I was going for. I thought like she was going to fuck with it. She did not answer. And I shit you not. I was like, bro, I'm off. I'm off this page forever. I'm down. With, I'm done with Tinder because I don't get, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But you, you do get much more, or has it been dry recently? Honestly, past couple. I mean, I haven't putting the. I haven't been putting the work in, but it's been it's been pretty dry. But the one thing that oh, I'll look be, at you! I just received a, another girl just like me. Let's go. We matched. Let's go. Wait, okay. How can I check if I ever got super like? Bro, I just matched with like super emo chick. Wait, let me see her bio. I have no game with the emo chicks. Yeah. Six kilometers away. She's into astrology, foodie, music, nightlife, and gamer. Okay, that's cool. 
I have nothing to tell her right now. So I'm <laughs> I have nothing. I'm not inspired. It's Ramadan. Besides, what am I doing? Like, it's Ramadan. I'm not going on Tinder. Let's, let's knock it off. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. I just, the fact that I match with those, like, five baddies, I'm like, oh, that's great for my self-esteem. But, but then, then it's even worse because they don't answer. Like, what's the point? What was, like, when Thanos says, like, how much did it cost? And he says everything. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> but also, feels perfectly balanced because, like, I get the high from matching and the them low. and the low. And so it calibrates, and so I'm back to square one. I don't know. It really sucks. Yeah, but the, the lows always hit worse or harder after highs. So technically, you're worse off than you started. Yeah, at. definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Recently, um, by the way, this whole bilingual thing hasn't been working very well because recently me and Yusuf were chilling and it happened to both of us. That's the weird thing. I wanted to say exactly and the French equivalent, exactement, and it ended up us saying in the worst way possible, it was like, exactement. And now... <laughs> that's so work. And now, that's exactement. That's how we say it. Anyhow, yeah, bro, for real, um, at the very least, this Ramadan... I'm not thinking. Let's, let, let's not think about Tinder. Let's not think about Bumble. It's not because first of all, it's bad for my self-esteem. And second, like if I'm not going to get any, if I'm, if, if I'm going to just match with these girls only to get a rejection after that, I'm good. I'm like, like not even a rejection, a ghost. Final point about this app. Would you feel that when you started this whole endeavor, you, you said it was to prove a point, right? That you got game. Do you think you have game now? Honestly, I'd like to say I have mad game. Mad game, and more important takeaway, a mad game or not, the 50 extra Insta followers doesn't hurt. So I'll take it. Plus, 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 plus the f- between five to 10 new podcast followers. Welcome. That's great. That's great. If it's your first time. Great to have you here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the names, but appreciate it. You know? I don't remember either, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, you know, it was like my bio on Tinder once. It was like when I started the podcast, it was something I don't remember. like. You told me that one. And it was, I, I thought it was really good. The whole let's do a one-on-one podcast date. No. no that, oh, you're talking about oh, the I Bumble did. one talk forever or something oh yeah, yeah the bro the bumble one I'll, I'll i can i have no shame in and in, in saying my bumble one on live on live television wow um where is it where's my bumble there you go my but i think i think by the way i was like the character i was going for in my bumble profile i thought i nailed it and yet nothing because what, what did i say i said uh you know how in Bumble they ask you three questions? Like they, they ask you three questions like, oh, um, perfect you get a first choice date. Of questions, right? Yeah, you get like, you have like 20 questions, you pick three and you answer them. Okay, and then so it's on your profile. Which ones did you go for? As a child, I was really into and I answered my English teacher. And honestly, I think that's a fire line. But I like it. I like it. I think, yeah. I think it's a bit, you know, playful. Uh, yeah, it's like... <laughs> a bit horned dog, but not too horned dog. Like, I like... Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You're trying to, like, you, you, you want to be corny. But you don't want to be lame. You don't want to be lame. That's the thing, you know? She's like, you want her to tell you that you're the worst, you know? Yes. I want her to tell you that you're bad. Anyhow, 
yeah so i think that was like we had actually you know how, like we start all the topics uh you know sorry you know how like we I, I, I try to keep track of all the topics that we mentioned in the podcast and i think we did all of them in the exception of one that uh, low-key when i started i said uh, it's been a pretty heavy week you know last week of the term whatever there's this one thing that's been on my mind for the last say eight days and i think i just went through the pettiest move ever made by a corporation i've ever seen in my life basically i i got i the flat i have right now i had a minute i got it in september and it used to be a commercial uh property before i moved in and i got the i got it when it became a residential property but the energy provider the electricity provider is like this dickhead company who only provides to commercial uh to commercial properties and commercial um and like and, and, and companies, whatever they don't they don't provide to individuals. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm a, I want to change my like I I want to change my provider because I have like nine months in this flat. I don't want to pay that that amount, whatever. So I did that. I contacted them. They haven't answered for they didn't answer for a while, and then they finally said, okay, you can do a change of tenant. You have to do a change of tenancy form. So I did that, and I did that like three times. And they never accepted it, and they always blocked that, and so it never let, let even get it has it never gave me the chance to even change um, my my provider. Bottom line, we're four months into this thing, and I'm like, by the time I change, it's it's gonna cost me the same. It's a hassle, and honestly, I'm not gonna do the next tenant any favor. So like, go deal with it. One thing I said though, I was like, if I'm gonna be a douchebag about this, the only way I can be a douchebag is by <laughs> by waiting until they contact me for me to pay the bill. You know, because like there's make nothing. Make them chase there. you. Hmm. Make them chase you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them appreciate the chase a little bit. You know. And the thing is, I was so in on the chase because they have the wrong address for my utility. I live at. 75 something they live they think i live at 79 of that same street and i've consistently when i moved in i was like guys i don't live at 79 i live at 75 but they keep sending the bill to that guy and i'm like oh that, i mean it's sucks not to be him. sucks to be him right because it's like it's not up to me so when they finally sent me the first bill um in december for like the last three months i paid it immediately that same day I'm like, all right, cool. You finally did something right. You'll get your money. They haven't sent me anything since December. And uh, I was like, bro, when I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's the thing. When they send you mail and they expect a payment, you don't, you don't want to be the kind of guy who's late and who does it at like, who tries to like be a douchebag and not pay. Cause you're like, I don't want any legal trouble. But until I get mail or I get any notification, you're not going out of your, I'm not going to go out of my way. Guys, guys, do you want my money? Please. Like, here's my money. Let me pay you. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not up for that energy. Like go fuck yourself for real. Anyhow, I recently get a message that says, Oh yeah, you need to contact this company. I'm like, Oh, that's a scam. Some loan shark type of company, you know, the debt collection agency. Like, no, that's bullshit. So I recently, so I call my energy provider. I'm like, what is going on? 
have not had a bill for the last five months. And they say, yeah, we've sold um, your debt to a debt collecting agency. <laughs> and now you have to like figure it out with them. And I was like, are you for real? The thing about debt collecting agencies is that they recover money for people that kind of gave up on, on the debt. And so what they do is like, let's say uh, um, a utility, um, a, a gas company has like 10 million pounds of uncollected debt. And it basically wants to write it off. She's like, I'm, not, I'm never going to get those 10 million pounds. And so what they would do is this debt collecting agency will come and buy it at like a discount, like at 1.5 or 2 million pounds from them. And so the bank can take it off its balance sheet, or the, 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 the provider can take it off its balance sheet. And like they don't have to deal with the hassle of like get, collecting the money anymore. And they leave that to the debt collector who will pressure you like and make crazy. a profit. Yeah. And make a profit, like a crazy amount of profit. Right. Yeah. Cause from 10 to 1.5, there's a solid, like, like if they're like, if I, if we recover half of it, we made 300% return. Right. Exactly. It's like ridiculous, you know? So they're getting that money. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they're fighting with it. And so they pressure you. They're like, we're going to take you to court. Generally that's the thing. You take people to court. If it's like over 500 pounds of debt, I'm not even close, bro. It's an electricity bill. So you can imagine how little money it's probably, I mean, I can't get, I can't put a number on it, but it's like, it's like two t-shirts. It's, it's two t-shirts from, from uh, urban outfitters kind of debt. You know, it's an electricity bill for a one bedroom flat, you know, but look, I, I've seen some, some vice documentaries on debt collectors or it's these buffs serving mm-hmm. that come up they come they come to your door and so that's actually what happens they could do that they could come but that's the thing i'm not afraid because like i know i know the rules i know exactly what they're allowed to do so if they come to my door they can like bro they can eat it for real so what can they do and what can they not do so what they will the only thing they can do is let me know consistently that there is this debt and then okay if i don't pay it they can take me to court but obviously i'm gonna pay it like I, I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for the last week, I spent the entire week double checking that this is not a scam, you know, like calling my energy provider, calling them, getting the same, just to make sure if I have the same information on both sides, because like the last thing I need is to have a guy scam me out of that money. Cause like, crap, like I'm not, I'm not going to fall for that. Right. Couldn't be me. And so I just had to do that. And like tomorrow I'll send in the money. No problem. So that's not even the issue. The issue is how they can be. So, so what they can, they can do, they will call you. They will make threats about, about, uh, you not paying. They will make, um, they will contact, they will break, they will breach, uh, privacy, um, agreements and contact your family members about how, their kid or their husband or wife or whatever is in debt to them and they might go to jail. And so they will scare, like they will use these scare tactics. People will come knock on the door for them. They will make claims about how your property can be seized. Obviously it's not for utility, but like for, 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 for example, for a mortgage that could happen, you know, they would do, they would pull all these scare tactics, tactics for you to get on the money. 
And so generally you have to go through an agency that defends you against these guys. So you need to be like, you know what, calm down. Like this is a safe space. This is these, what these guys do. They're all talk. Because okay. this is like a regulated company. You know, they work for British Gas. and like, yeah, They're not, exactly. not, not going to bring in like some Albanian guy to punch me. They'll bring in an Albanian guy to knock on my door and be like, you haven't paid your, your debt. And I'm like, ah, yeah, well, suck it. You know, close the door and that's it. That's all they can do. But I just thought that was the pettiest thing, pettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. That, bro, I, I'm a student. I have been more than great with your company. I've done everything. You've basically obstructed justice by not letting me change providers. And so you're charging me a super high rate. And then you're not even sending me the bill and you expect me to pay. Like, what am I supposed to be a genie? I'm like, how much money am I supposed to pay today? And just send you? Now, do your work and I'll do mine. So yeah, tomorrow I'll send in the money. But I gotta say, I've never been this I've never been this unhappy to sending to like paying a bill that I clearly owe. Because like facts, you don't deserve it. Well, I got a call anyway. I guess that's it for today. On this note. This this has been the first episode of Ramadan. Uh, obviously, if you are observing fasting, wish you Ramadan Karim. And uh, we thank you for listening. Hopefully, we will have more uh, religious episodes, uh, religious, religion-oriented episodes next time. But honestly, it's been a tiring start to this month. So we wish you all tons of courage to keep up. We wish everyone good health. And we thank you for listening one more time. It has all been in good, in good humor. And so hopefully you'll take it that way. Have a great week, guys. Have a great month of Ramadan, and we'll see you next week. Bye.